Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. It's holiday season. It's hot out here. I was overdressed. I wore two layers and a ski vest to go get pizza on a hot, sunny L.A. day. But that's the way I roll. And then we went and got Starbucks and it was colder in there. So I wasn't overdressed in there. You know who was a little overdressed? The barista girl who had a Band-Aid on her neck, which she didn't realize had come unattached on one end. So she's basically flying a flag Band-Aid off the side of her neck, like her barista neck is a flagpole. And she's going to have a salute. It was just a regular flesh-colored Band-Aid, but it was unmistakable, gang. It was blowing in the breeze. And you want to tell her, but you also don't want to be the one to tell her. And My heart goes out to her. I hope she has a great Christmas. I hope she gets a lot of gifts. And she doesn't have to deal with a lot of D-bags. How about the people that are still on their phone online? Like, how did that not get to you? You haven't been in enough businesses that have signs up that say, yeah, don't talk at the counter while you're online. And you couldn't piece that together. Oh, yeah, it's annoying. I just don't get it. They're not new people. Do you know what I mean? When you see the guy doing that, he's not brand new. He's had the same media as me. Well, I guess there you go. Assuming that everyone's looking at the same media is ridiculous. Have you guys ever heard about the rural purge? I didn't know about this. The rural purge. It was a um, it was a television thing. It wasn't a TV movie. The rural purge. Or I'd be like, purge meets Florabama Shore. Rural purge. It's that one day a year where you get to kill anyone who's on an MTV reality show. Well, uh, no, the Rural Purge was a TV thing. Back in the early 70s, it's when they canceled all of the country shows. Hee Haw, Green Acres, Mr. Ed, anything that took place on a farm. And all that stuff was still kind of getting good ratings. But they came in and they canceled it. And they brought in socially conscious stuff, kind of like All in the Family and Maud and... Anyway, I'm like, is this the beginning of the red state, blue state? Was this, was, was, was this one of the first media salvos fired because of, in, in that war? Because like those shows were getting good ratings, but then they just came in and canceled them and did stuff that you would call, you know, liberal or libtard. Look it up, Rural Purge. Should that be should I pitch that as a series to showtime? We will use the rural purge of the early 70s to explore the cultural wars and the disconnect there seems to be between all those people that want to watch Hee Haw and all those people that want to watch All in the Family. Well that that won't sell, but that's interesting, right, gang? These media wars that have so consumed us in this day and age. Net neutrality. I don't know. I'll come back to that. All right, let's see now what's coming in at number five. Open up just fine. Wanna up?
was NERD and Kendrick Lamar with Don't, Don't Do It. I wasn't stuttering there. It's called Don't, Don't Do It. Two don'ts. Like Duran Duran. Hey, um, Pharrell and NERD, they always do it. They always follow up some great banger song with some weirdo thing like that. That was wacky. Interesting, but a little too wacky. I know that Pharrell's done that in the past. You go, oh, man, NERD's going to be huge this year. And then, because the last one was the one where Rihanna was rapping. Forget the name of that one. It was NERD and Rihanna. Lemon, it's called. That's dope. And then they always followed up with a stinker. What are you going to do? Parents do it. We had one great kid, then a can of shit kid, now another great one. Gang, welcome to the program. You know what I can't believe still on television? Besides a lot of things? How about those Dennis Leary truck commercials? Hey, you, you want a truck? Come here. Like, feminists, that's low-hanging fruit. Get rid of it. Can we get rid of that? I mean... You could have literally doubled your numbers of turnout at the Million Woman March if you could have um, just added that to your docket. We're going to get rid of those Dennis Leary commercials. You wouldn't believe how many men would come out and support. I don't know anyone who likes those commercials. Anyone. And yet, they still use them to sell trucks. We want to smash the wage gap smash the glass ceiling and smash a Ford F-150 with Dennis Leary in it. Just crush it up into a box and that will represent the patriarchy. A smash Ford 150 crushed into a box and you know Dennis Leary's in there and he can never talk his sales pitch ever again. Thank you guys. It'll be in a museum. Patriarchy museum. Used to be bad. These men used to be in charge. And look what they did. You wouldn't have any trouble convincing people that the patriarchy needed to be smashed if you'd just be like, hey, you hear this horrible Dennis Leary commercial? Well, guess what? They didn't make just one. They didn't just make two. There was about 4,000 of them. Anytime there was a new truck, a new option... Hey, these ones you could just say, truck, open the door. Oh, we need a new one. Do you want a truck that can haul 50 hogs to market? You don't want to turn, bust your rotator cuff trying to open your door? Anyway, I ran out of comedy on that one, but I don't know. We're just talking. Um, Dennis Leary's, yeah, he started in movies and then he was in the ref. And then we relegated him to TV. He was on that fireman show. And now we're pushing him out of that. Now it's just commercials. Let's push him out of commercials. I have seen some movies I like. I was going to call this this segment Stomachables. Stomachables. These are my movies that I can stomach. These are movies that don't suck. Stomachables. Well, I saw War for the Planet 
of the apes. And damned if I wasn't ensconced. The second that movie started, I was like, what's going to happen next? And I didn't know. And I don't ever have that feeling, even at a good movie. I could usually go, I see where we're headed. I didn't know where we were going. It was more than a stomachable. I'm going to say, well, it was the best Planet of the Apes I've ever seen. Ever. It's the best one. And I will say maybe it's it's one of the greatest of all time make-em-ups I've ever seen. It's up there. I mean, that's a full-on make-em-up. There's apes speaking English, and it, I'm not bothered at all. Damn, that thing was... The way it unfolds, gang. I mean, you felt like you're watching, like, this classic, old, perfect war movie that you've never seen before. But then you realize it's brand new, and it's apes. Oh, my. Oh, my. What a... what a, Oh, Maurice and the whole gang. Cornelius, everybody was there, gang. Check it out if you haven't seen it. I slept on it. It's great. All right, let's see what's coming in now at number uh, four. And home with his neck scratch to catch black. Sweat jackets and dress slacks. Mismatch on his breast jacket. He's a sex addict and she just wants to exact revenge and get back. It's a chess match. She's on his back like a jetpack. She's kept track of all his internet chats. And guess who just happens to be moving on to the next? Actually, just shit on my last chick. And she has what my ex lacks. Cause she loves danger, psychopath. And you don't fuck with no man's girl, even I know that. But she's devised some plan to stab him in the back. Knife in hand says the relationship's hanging by a strand. Hey, yo, that was your boy Eminem with River featuring Ed Sheeran. He took a lot of internet uh, guff because he put Ed Sheeran on his album and that's the type of guy he would have made fun of back in the day. Like when he was making fun of NSYNC. He would have thrown in one about Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, you're... Peer, you, 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 you. See, that's why he's Eminem. Ed Sh- Sheeran, Ed, he's going to wind up dead. Like Wright said, Fred, if I ever... Fill him with lead. There'll be a TED Talk, dead walk. When the dead walking, Chris Hardwick got a hard dick. I've never found it freestyling entertaining. And I just proved it once again. Hey, gang, um, so great to be here. Um, what are you doing? You're buying Christmas presents? Did you buy a fingerling? Did you buy yourself a fingerling? That's this year's widget. Wait, what are they called? Worry widgets? Who are those fucking things that you had to rub your hands on all year this year? And now I can't think of it. Is that the gift to get? The fingerling? I went to a party. I went to... What was it? It was a holiday party. I went to two holiday parties in one night. Earwolves, there was karaoke, and um, it was fun. And then uh, I didn't do it, of course. And then, um, yeah, I went to my friend's house. She had a party for holidays. It was, I'm not going to name drop. It was fun. Hey, gang, um, so great to be here. Have you seen that little Keaton? Little Keaton Jones? I'm going to tell you this right now. I didn't need to wait until to find out his dad was a white supremacist to turn on that kid. 
I didn't like him to begin with. Look, I know it's touching to see a kid complain about bullying, but I went to public school in New Jersey. Okay, part of me knows exactly how he feels, but part of me just wants to bully him some more to toughen him up. I mean, you can't, you can't do it. They'd be like crying in the middle of a football game. You just, you got to suck it up. I know I'm annoying people right now. Bullying's not right. But that kid crying is exactly what the bullies want. If they, the second they see that tape, they're just going to be frothing at the mouth. So that was what's going on with me. I just started pacing Dragon Manor like a velociraptor. That kid was bringing the bloodlust out of me. As soon as he started crying, I was like, I want to be in school tomorrow. I want to be there when he gets there. And now I can rip him all over again. Ripping him for going on the net. What a world we live in, huh? Used to be tough and there was no mercy. You either grew up or that was it. There was no other way out. I'll just have my mom make a video and then they'll stop. I'm, I was torn. I'm touched by the kid. He made me want to cry, but he also made me want to just go silverback gorilla on him. That's Keaton Jones, I'm not going to lie. I'm not... I've got mixed feelings about the kid. And that was before I found out dad was into some craziness. Well, from what I've get from what I've gathered from watching the few prison shows I've watched, if you get into jail, you kind of got to go with the white Aryan gang just for protection. So, that's the one excuse. Maybe we could cut for Keaton's dad. He's just being a white racist piece of shit just to survive his jail term. And then the others were joke pictures. I don't know if I buy any of that. He could be a regular racist from day one. But I'm telling you, if the story stopped before the dad ever was a Klansman or whatever, I still would have been that kid He's on the wrong path. Let's toughen him up. There's got to be a middle ground between... Like, there's just got to be something besides taking the bullying and then getting a phone video that your mom takes. There's got to be middle ground under there. Can we, like... There should be counselors at the high schools that make the kids not bully and then self-defense class guys for the kids who might get bullied. So then you're attacking the problem for both sides. You're saying these kids are going to do less bullying and you're going to be less tempting of a target for them. Do you know what I mean? You're going to not try to set them off. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's their responsibility. It's definitely the attacker's responsibility to not attack. See, this is what happens when you start trying to make jokes based off of... Now I'm in a... It's just a... I'm like a Supreme Court judge trying to figure this out. And I know, gang, listen to me think out loud. 
It can't be that fun all the time. So why don't we go ahead and find out what's coming in at number three. Well, that was Camilla Cabello and Gray with Crown. Well, that's a Chanteuse for you. Britney Spears is a Chanteuse. Did you see that guy run up on stage at her act? Some guy ran up on stage. She didn't know about it, but her like dancers tackled them and subdued them along with security. So by the time the dust settled... The lights are up. The music stops. Britney's like, what's going on? And this guy's buried under a pile of like eight backup dancers. You know, they're thrusting and grinding his wrists into the floor. Two guys on his wrists, two guys on his ankles. And the show just continued. Now, the show stopped and I guess they got rid of the guy, but... That's a good um, argument for everybody having backup dancers. Because then you don't got to wait for the security contingent. It's just the backup dancers are pumped. Their energy's up. They're warmed up. They're not like, you know, security guys zoning out with a walkie-talkie. They're moving. And then you run up there and then you just get fuck smothered by them. Do you understand? And in this case, it's not harassment because the guy ran up to attack. And he was subdued, which would have been nice for like Dustin Hoffman. Hey, Dustin, you want to pull your wang out on set? I got backup dancers. They'll be on you immediately, Jack. By the time you pull that thing out of those trousers, you're smothered. Mario Batali, same thing. Don't go on his show without backup dancers, gang. Hi, Mario. I come to taste your dish. And I brought 10 ripped dancers with me. Russell Simmons, I guess, the same, too. He took a lie detector test. I love Russell Simmons. I read his books. He was like a hero of mine. I, I hope this isn't true. Um, if he was just doing it in the 80s when he was a cokehead, it's still not good. But it looks like it's continued, or at least the accusers. He did the lie detector test. I was wondering if, like, he's done so much yoga that he just thought he could beat the test. You know what I mean? Like, his heart rate will stay exactly where it was because he's just so calm from years and years and years of yoga. Well, who knows, gang? I don't know what's going on with that one. Maybe he's guilty. Maybe he's not. But looks bad. And then Morgan Spurlock, he didn't even wait for accusers. He just said, hey, I'm part of the problem. Don't come sniffing around my garbage because I'm telling you, it stinks. In fact, I'll just tell you right now, my garbage is a rancid mess. I'll save you the trouble. What a world. Let's see what's coming in at number two. 
That was the Decemberists with Ben Franklin's song. What a name, the Decemberists. This 4th of July, out on the pier, the Decemberists. It's just, you immediately make yourself not bookable at any beach event. Unless it's Miami, people are there. I don't know. Get rid of them, gang. I wasn't into that. Whenever you say to me Decemberists, I picture Arcade Fire, and I don't know the difference, and I don't want to know. Hey, gang. It's been nice to visit with you today. I wonder if that barista has fixed her Band-Aid neck yet. I almost want to send it. Maybe I'll call the store. And just say, hey, anonymous tip, but you gotta you gotta tell that girl to fix her band-aid. Spray some hairspray on there. Get the neck sticky. Then you don't even have to get a new <laughs> Starbucks, buy your employees some decent band-aids. Come on. You don't want a barista with an open sore and a bit and a neck flag. This thing was blow-waving like old glory, man. There were people online kneeling because they wouldn't say the pledge to her neck flag. I was one of them. Whoa, did you hear that clench pop? I just popped one in my neck. I had a knot in there. Gang, it's been nice to visit you. Oh, I saw Baby Driver. That was a stomachable, too. I liked Baby Driver. It's too it's too much. You know what I mean? Like, two hours of that is too much. But, like, hour at a time, fine. They're zipping around. Whoops. They're zipping around. Great action scenes. Um, even though Spacey was in there. I mean, think of the harassment that the Baby Driver must have gotten from every night on the set from Spacey. You know what I mean? Just every night he's got to shut down Spacey's meat quest. It just like, not, no, no, sir. Great working with you. Love you in American Beauty. Love you in the Bobby Darren story. Splish, splash, taking a bath. But yeah, not interested in the uh, shenanigans. But I like the movie. Good times, good tunes, good movement, romance, great ladies, great actors, good job. Coming in at number one. Hey, yeah, Big old boss, big old boss, you rich. Came back from a big old loss.
that was Dej Loaf with Big Old Boss. Dej Loaf, she's back with another banger. Um, she's from Detroit. Hey gang, uh, thanks so much for visiting me with me here on He Gang. He Gang. He Gang. He He Gang. Sorry. Thanks for visiting me this week. Um, thanks for um, supporting. And uh, head over to Patreon. I'll be showing some great new videos. Listen to Who Charted. And we'll see you right here next week on Who. Hi, who, hi, who, hi, who, hi, who, gang. Hi, gang.